I'm excited this morning to have with us someone all the way from Mongolia, traveled a little ways to get here this morning, picked him up in my Mazda about 5 a.m. and we got here in time. Hete is a missionary in Mongolia, works with an organization called Among. Among is actually based right here in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. They do a variety of things in Mongolia. They have a TV station, and then they also work on taking the message of Jesus to a variety of villages throughout the nation of Mongolia. And he's going to share with us this morning how God is working in Mongolia, and he's also going to challenge us and on our lives as well. But if you have your Bible with you this morning, I invite you to open up to Matthew chapter 28 first. Matthew chapter 28. Matthew chapter 28, beginning with the 16th verse. Matthew 28, verse 16. Now, Hete is going to actually talk a little bit about how this message is still going on today and uh, how he's part of actually fulfilling the command of Jesus here and how we're part of that as well. Matthew 28, verse 16. Now the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain to which Jesus had directed them. And when they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and earth has been given to me. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. That's Jesus' final commands, basically, to his followers, what's become known to us as the Great Commission, taking the message of Jesus to every nation. And uh, this morning, tell us a little bit of how that message is going in Mongolia. What, what's happening in Mongolia right now that's fulfilling that command? Yeah. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, two. I forgot. Yeah, you're on, it's you're on. on. It's on, yeah, Thanks. it's on. Yeah. <clears throat> well, I'm so glad that I actually, you know, have a chance to speak with you. And uh, I was, you know, sharing with some people uh, between the services. And, you know, when we see other countries, like from other side of the world, and see the exact same belief, you know, people seeing with uh, same people who love Jesus and, and also reading the same book, you know, you feel, you really see how, get, how big our God is. You know, I, I mean, we in Mongolia, we work, you know, we stay home, and then between work and home and other routines, we kind of limit our God in that little setting. But when you see around, it's, it's uh, our God is big. There's people worshiping him everywhere. And, uh, you know, that actually is coming true in Mongolia, too. I mean, Mongolia has been, as you know, probably some of you know, uh, heard me last year I was talking. Mongolia exposed to gospel only 22 years ago. <clears throat> but last, I mean, two weeks ago, on weekends, Mongolians held their 14th mission, annual nation missions conference. National Missions Conference. That just shows when they were only six, I mean, after only six years, they, they got exposed, you know, to gospel, they were already started sending the nation. So uh, Mongolian church grew from five people in 1990 to 45,000 nowadays. So, and it's still growing. And uh, how, how big is the whole country? The whole country population is uh, very small. It's a, it's a tw uh, Three million. I think they're reaching three million by now, and uh, it's a small country. But I believe <coughs> these three million people actually on this land never had more than two million people. And uh, by uh, with two hundred thousand soldiers in 
1300, they, they con conquered the half of the world and uh, created the biggest ever empire Mongolian. I mean, the human history did. So Mongolian is actually nation, you know, to reach those countries. So our <coughs> through our TV programs and through our step-by-step -step, uh, local church ministries, we strengthen the church that has a heart and a vision for the Great Commission. And that Mongolian church, when I say Mongolian church, it, it includes every single churches. I like to say, <coughs> you know, we have so many different denominations in Mongolia, but actually Mongolia is the place where denominations come and die. Uh, we, we don't really In see America as well. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. You know, we don't really see the difference between de denominations. We all love each other. And especially on, on the course of, you know, sending missions, we work together as a one church. So uh, through that <coughs> conference, we heard that Mongolians sent uh, so many missions. On that conference, they had 25 missionaries from seven different nations that Mongolians sent. They gathered together. And I know there's all, uh, so many others that couldn't make it up and uh, make it to the conference. And then the, com uh, the countries were interesting countries. The countries were like China, Russia, <coughs> and also uh, Afghanistan, North Korea, Tibet, Buryat. You know, the countries that we don't need visas. You know, Mongolia has the best passport in the world. We don't need visa to China. We don't need visa to Russia. We don't need visa in some Middle Eastern countries. And we don't even need visa to North Korea. We only apply, write application, and say we want to be there from this day to that day to, you know, apply to the uh, embassy, and the embassy will arrange the um, <coughs> the guide for us, which is usually, you know, two guys uh, constantly follow and tell you where to go. But <laughs> you know, Korean, uh, North Koreans, they they monitor everything. But actually, we are reaching to North Koreans and, you know, uh, uh, leading small groups in North Korea very secretly. We don't really want to bring it out and speak because that would close the doors on us. So you don't want a little white boy to come over and travel with you to no, North Korea? No, way. <laughs> <laughs> I actually met, you know, um, three, four people who actually go and minister in North Korea and under the you know different names, they don't really use the real name for that. But uh, still, for Mongolia, we have a very good access to North Korea. So actually, the best access. Mongolia is three million million people, but how big is the geographic area of Mongolia? Uh, I still like to say it's uh, geographically uh, west from uh, west side of the United States from the uh, Mississippi River. Yeah from Mississippi River to the west. So uh, 560 something thousand square miles. Big land and uh, we only have three million people. Half of them live in one city. <laughs> so other half, about you know 1.67 million of them live scattered all through the country. No roads, but they all have cell phones, don't worry. They all have <laughs> They all have a satellite dish, you know. Uh, no, today's Mongolian nomads, they have satellite dish, and, and they're rich. Uh, they, they, they accept, accept, you know, they're accessible to our 
uh, channel that we broadcast our Christian programs. They're farther ahead than rural South Dakota, but that uh, <laughs> if one of the interesting things about Among is that so you got Mongolia, three million people. You got the center of population really in one spot. But the interesting thing about your organization is you're actually then taking the gospel to these villages that are way out yes. yonder. How far are you traveling, and what are you doing when you get to one of these villages? Uh, yeah, uh, the closest uh, is uh, maybe 500 miles away, and the uh, farthest is about 2,000 miles they travel. And uh, on both sides, it's, uh, what, eight, eight, uh, no, sorry, 4,000 miles. So what are you doing when you get to the village? We get to the village and uh, we work with the local churches because we want to strengthen the local church. We don't believe one mission organization do everything. We believe the local churches are you know, responsible for that. So we work with local church. Our vision is to strengthen the local church. The local church will be reaching out to nearby things and our people. So what we do is we do two th uh, different types of things. First, we do uh, movie evangelism. We show him Bible movie. You know, uh, Mongolians are not very uh, good fans of books. They, if they have books, they only worship him. <laughs> you know, they don't really read and study and gain knowledge. That's not the, I mean, they do, but it's not the primary way of learning. Mongolians are nomadic people, which means they move from one place to other very often, and they don't carry libraries. They, they carry very important things. You know, so, uh, and but Mongolians are very high in literacy. They have almost 98% literacy. Everybody can read almost. So <clears throat> uh, what we do is we tell the story of Jesus Christ. We tell the story of Bibles. So through the story, once they looked at it, once they see it, they grasp the whole concept of Bible. So, uh, you know, you have to be very careful because, uh, you know, Mongolians are animistic people, very superstitious if you talk about this powerful man whose name is Jesus that you can have connected with, then they would just think, oh, that's a wonderful spirit that I can connect it with. And so can use that guy to, you know, protect me, to do things for me. Uh, so we have to really be very careful. So that's why we chronologically show the uh, movies. And another thing we do is we train the leaders systematically in a very... <coughs> practical things like what does it mean to care for God's people and exactly what do you do when you care for people you know what how you should uh, handle your money what's Christian stewardship and exactly what's in that you know concept and what you have to do so uh, uh, the training is very reaching out very good and uh, people accepting it grateful uh, <coughs> because of our training we had uh, our 60 something churches you know, involved in that training. And uh, because of that training, those churches experienced, you know, 83% uh, uh, income increase, tithe and offering increased. And also, the church attendance increased 76%. So the, because the training is so practical that you exactly do, you know, decide what to do, uh, they actually show, you know, whenever you follow God's word, apply it. You always you know, see the good results. So as you're, as you're working in Mongolia right now, can you share with us a little bit, what are some of the issues as you present God's word, as you teach God's word, and as you try and help people follow Jesus in Mongolia, mm -hmm. 
What are some of the issues that people are dealing with? What are some of the struggles? And then how do you help them walk through that? Um, <clears throat> we believe, you know, um, whenever you believe in Jesus, as long as you have this uh, faith in your heart, God will guide you through any difficulties. So I don't want to mention with, uh, any, you know, material like all financial difficulties. I want to mention the one thing that we are facing today is, you know, in those countryside churches are really remote. Or, you know, uh, rural churches are so remote. They don't get to really have much Bible uh, learning, much Bible teachings. So they start making their own, you know, uh, understandings about Bible. And they tend to mingle Christian concepts and Christian stories with their old superstitious spirit, shamanist, animist, you know, uh, thinking. So that's what we face <coughs> across a lot. For example, we would, you know, go visit a um, nomadic family who is Christian. In the morning, they would, he, he would, you know, give the offering to the sky. Believing that, you know, <coughs> the sky is God or throwing that offering to the sky is actually the way to worshiping God or something. You know, somehow they mingle it really, really strong. So we have to be very strict and very, uh, in a way, very clear about <clears throat> what you're believing, what you're thinking about spirit is not Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit is God created the earth. You know, it, it's a different thing. You know, so uh, that's why the teaching is uh, one of the important things. One of the unique one of the unique things about Among then that is really compared to other mission organizations, the the main way we've done missions before is us white people have seen a problem, gone somewhere, fixed the problem, and then left, and then hoped that the message of Christianity stayed. I think we see this around the world right now in a variety of places where Christianity grew at one point really fast, and then we left, and then it just crumbled. So the difference between that approach and what's going on with Among right now is that. They've raised up and trained people in Mongolia, Mongolian people, to be followers of Christ. And now that church is training their own people on how to continue to follow Christ and then, as he said earlier, send out missionaries. So it's a completely different approach from here comes the white guy with all the answers to here comes our partners in fulfilling the Great Commission and they're training up their own there and sending them out to other places around the world. So it's a really unique approach. And it's a growing approach around the world, but they're at the forefront uh, of it, and they're doing it um, not just in popular places. There's a reason that they're the only ones, thing, and I'm not exaggerating here, that are doing mission work in Mongolia, thing. There's a reason many places that other people aren't doing mission work in Mongolia. There's no money to be had, thing. There's only 3 million people. So if you look at it from a business perspective, what business is going to go to Mongolia and start doing work in Mongolia. It doesn't make any sense. Besides mining. Thing. Except mining thing. And no mission work's going to do that thing. And so they've stepped up to the plate thing Among has and are trying to do a bunch of mission work in a country that has oftentimes been neglected and still is neglected because it doesn't make business sense in the American mind sometimes or in the African mind or wherever mind to go over there and help. So Among's got a really unique opportunity before them and they're working and they're pulling other ministries in with them, not trying to go it alone, but they're the central part, in a sense, in the country of Mongolia. So as you're trying to follow Jesus on a personal level over there, saying you've got a different life than the majority of us 
majority of us have. You face different pressures, thing, and um, you're also trying to lead to reach a whole country, and then also lead to reach into North Korea, China. Um, give us a word that you use that encourages you, or something from God's word that would encourage us, something that you hold on to, a promise. Yeah, there's so many different you know, words. I mean, God's word, every single piece of them has life in it. I shared, you know, one scripture this morning, but I want to share something else today. Uh, I mean, now, <clears throat> our main word is uh, coming from the Psalms 4-6. It says, many asks, who will show us any better? Who will show us any good? That's the heart cry of Mongolian people. That's the heart cry of everyone. We saw everything. You know, we tried everything. But still, we're looking for who will show us any good. So our motto in Mongolia is, we will show you the goodness. You know, and uh, through TV, we are showing the goodness. Through movies, we are showing those people the goodness. And, uh, and I believe, you know, as we show the goodness, the countenance of God is actually being shined on the, you know, in front of them. Because <coughs> our God... It's hard, very hard God to describe. You can't describe it with word, descriptions. It's really hard to, he's really difficult to describe with lists. You know, we can say, we can go on like, he's holy, he's powerful, he's that, and he's that, and he's that. Even that kind of, you know, lists can't describe him. But one thing describes him perfect is the stories. That's why Bible is full of story. That's why we have full of story. Every single one of you have full of story that impacted by God's power. So you prove, you have proof that God exists and who he is. So we're showing the stories of God. And I know that's the heart of cry for everyone. Who will show us any good? And many people asking it. Many, not few. Many people asking it. And we feel so burdened. We feel so obligated and responsible having the access, accessible TV hours, 25 hours every week. We feel like we, are, we owe people to show the goodness. So, uh, you know, keep on showing the goodness, guys. All right. Amen. Thing. I uh, want to continue to support them and encourage you to pray for Hete and the other ministry that's going on in Mongolia. 45,000. They got now, they believe, is part of the church, but three million, that's, uh, my math's not very good this morning. That's not a very good percentage not thing. And so there's a lot of, there's a lot of work still to be done. And so we still need to, uh, full court press still needs to be on in the country of Mongolia and where they're doing work in northern China. So let's pray this morning mm -hmm. for Hete and uh, ask God's blessing upon their continuing. Just say one thing. I'm I sorry. suppose <laughs> I'm getting interrupted all the time. Yeah, I came so go all ahead. the way over you know, Mongolia. It's like eight eight thousand miles away. <laughs> so I have to say the last word. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll get in the last okay. word. <laughs> anyways, anyways, um, uh, you know, some might even think, you know, what good can come out of Sioux Falls? But actually, you know, a lot good is coming out of Sioux Falls. Twenty something years. And, you know, you guys are helping to mature the future mission church in the world to fulfill the commission, the great commission of Christ. So I want to encourage you for that. Let's pray.
Father God, we thank you for Hete and bringing him to us. We thank you for the ministry that's taking place through the Among organization. Lord, right now we pray for the church that's in Mongolia. As they worship, we pray, Lord, that you'd strengthen them. We pray also, Lord, that you'd strengthen the teachers. We pray that you'd ground them in your word. We pray, Lord, that you'd give uh, creativity and strategy to Hete as he provides leadership into the Among board. Lord, we pray for their work in North Korea and northern China. We ask that you continue to open doors, Lord, that they may take your gospel to those places. Lord, we pray that you would bring new life this next week when Hete returns, Lord. We pray for continued conversion growth. Lord, we pray that next week there will be fresh baptisms as churches gather together in Mongolia. And we pray, Lord, that numbers would be added to daily as people profess faith in you. God, we pray for Hete and his family. Ask you to protect them, have mercy upon them, keep them grounded in your word. And we pray, O Lord, that you continue to use him for your glory. Have mercy upon his travels home. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's thank him for coming here this morning and being with us.